Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast, the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into an automated sales machine with the latest marketing, email, sales, and social media advice, strategies, and tips from experts without the fluff. Your host, Caroline Belinska, the founder of JustAskParker.com, the only small marketing task agency for Shopify owners. With over 10 years experience in marketing, manufacturing, design, and e-commerce, she shares her knowledge and interviews the experts to help you in your journey to success. Now, here's your host, Caroline Belinska. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited today because I have a really great announcement to make before we get into the episode. So I am actually going to be in New York on the week of the 9th to the 12th of September. And I'm actually going to be holding a couple of workshops while I'm there. I'm doing one in particular on how to know who your best customer is, how to find out who your customer avatar is, customer persona, however you want to put it. I will be doing a live workshop. It is super, super cheap. I just want people to come along and learn. So I'm doing it at a super discounted price to help everyone out. And that will be held on that week while I'm there. You can find out all the details in the link in the description area. Sign up and join me. I will be walking around the room, helping everyone. It's not a presentation. It's literally going to be me going through step-by-step how you can work out who your customer is. Everyone who does this training with me, it changes their whole perception of their business. And I've never had a person say to me that they didn't get anything out of it. Everyone learns something massively from this particular training. If I had to choose one piece of training that I offer, one thing that I do in my whole business, I would offer this as my one piece of advice to everyone, no matter if you're starting out or whether you've been in business for a while. And if you think you know your customer, I pretty much can guarantee that you don't know your customer as well as you should. So I recommend that you come to this live workshop. I will be presenting my information and getting you to work through it with me live. We have three hours together to go through everything where I'll be showing apart. You'll be doing the work. I'll be going around the room and making sure everyone is up to the right place and that if you need any help or any questions that you might have, I'll explain it as well. I'm there to help you. It's completely hands-on as a workshop. So unlike the ones that I do online where we have a screen in front of us, this we are in the same room. So it's going to be absolutely amazing and I'm really excited to be holding this. The last time I held one of these, everyone was blown away with how much they learned from the session. So I know you're going to get a lot out of it. Now go and check out the information and sign up and I hope to see you there. I will be doing more of these in the future, but definitely not until November. So if you can't make the September one, then you'll have to wait. So please try to make it to September. And I look forward to seeing as many of you as possible at my live workshop. Now today we're going to be talking again to Nicole from Modrec. Nicole has been on this podcast a couple of times already. I did a coaching session package with her and I did four sessions with her and I've been releasing bits and pieces along the way. So today I want to bring you another part of that. I'm just going to bring you a section of one of the sessions that we did together. Every single time I do one of these, everyone says to me, hey, thank you so much. It really opened my eyes. 
If you have got any sort of subscription business, then please listen on in because she is a subscription based business. So I help you understand certain aspects of running a subscription based business. If you're not a subscription based business, then there's still going to be a lot of things that you can learn along the way as well. So let's get into it. So let's get back into another session with Nicole. So let's go. Yeah. So tell me what is going on, where are you at? What's going on? Sure. Okay. So I, I got your email about updating our abandoned cart. So thank you for the constructive criticism because when it's your first time, sometimes you don't know where to go. Yeah. So I removed uh, a lot of the jargon out of it and made sure that those products were right up front and center and uh, did our best to, I think we're finally getting it. We're, we're finally understanding how to create this urgency and right. this excitement. Um, and I think that was a really big challenge for my husband and I, because we are again in an industry that we were partnered with, with people that knew it really well. And so, you know, it was kind of the last couple of weeks for us is really trying to engage and understand our passion about this industry. And I think that that's where we were lacking and coming across, like, it's really cool what we have, Mm -hmm. but now in looking at these emails, um, the abandoned cart emails, touching base, we're really understanding that it is communication. It's like a conversation and every email is just keeping that conversation going and then how to not necessarily spin it a different way, but how to connect in a different way, understanding that one email might be something that grabs my attention where the other email would grab someone like my husband. So really just trying to understand that different customers are going to relate to the different formats of the abandoned cart emails, right? Like email one, email two, email three. Exactly. And that's the whole idea. It's meant to trigger people at different points. You would know, and I know when we get emails from companies, just because we open them and we don't do anything with it doesn't mean that three months down the track, we're not going to either. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's important. I think that's where a lot of people get scared off that they think, but no one bought anything from my last email. So no one wants what I'm selling and email mm-hmm. doesn't work. And, you know, we get too wrapped up in that. And I think, yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. Just, just trying different things, trying to get different people's attention at different times, because you are still, while you're going after people that love coffee, they're all individual sorts of people. They're not people that are all let's say for instance, they all play that, I don't know, there's Fortnite game or that PUBG game yep. that my stepkids play. And they're all like, I think it's very easy to target those people because they only listen to certain words. They'll like, they have very specific ways that they talk and you can target those people in a very specific way. However, with coffee, a coffee lover can have lots of different other aspects to them that have nothing to do with coffee and then, yeah, it's like you said, you, the way you would like to be targeted and the way your husband wants to be targeted would be completely different. Absolutely. Well, and I'm glad that you said that because we spent a little bit more time last month focusing on email connection and we ended up sending out kind of one last email like it's the last hurrah for this coffee and explained why this coffee was a must have. And we even put like a clock to sim- like to yes. symbolize the countdown. And we were actually able to get three more orders from people that have been on our list 
for the last three and a half months, but have never ordered. Um, So we, we saw like, okay, we know this month, it's really about engaging about what we love about this roaster and this coffee. And then, you know, that 48 hour period before it's kind of closed, we need to send that clock again, because we just saw those orders come in one right after the other within a span of 10 hours of that email being sent. And that's three more orders that we wouldn't have had, had we not done that email. And how many people on the email list? We have 186. Okay. So you're getting, that's one and a half percent conversion on an email from one email. Yeah. So when you think of it like that, yeah, it's only three, but it's actually one and a half percent conversion yeah. on an email yeah. is actually good because it's a full conversion they've paid. So yeah, I think that's fantastic. Absolutely. And like we dropped the ball because we're just, we, we sat down last month and really went over um, our job rules. So for example, like I had to really go back and see who are the customers that only did one month and have we touched base with them? And there were some that we hadn't. So the commitment this week was that I'm going to, there's about 10 of them. And we felt that I could handwrite 10 postcards to these former customers, just thanking them, reaching out to them and giving them kind of an invitation and an exclusive code just for them to come back and try. And then, and we also have one, an email going out because some people just like to do email, but we've learned like, you know, how do we do different touch points? So it's not just email. And then we have a whole bunch of customers, for example, that got this gifted to them for Christmas. So last month was the last month of coffee that they get. So this week we're, we've touched base with them to say, hey, your coffee's in the mail. It's your last coffee. We've given them exclusive pricing. And we're starting to see those orders start to trickle back again. So they know that it's no longer available to them and they're signing up again. So we're really trying to make sure that we're, we're getting better at retouching those retouch points with our customers. Fantastic. That, that sounds amazing. And Um, I'm taking some notes. I'm actually doing today a Facebook Live all about emails. So um, it's really nice to hear those things that you're saying that are really working. So the touch points, it's so important. I think that one thing that you mentioned there that I think might help you a little bit, you know that there's postcard printing companies, special ones that handwrite the letters on your behalf. Yes. Yeah. So you can use those ones instead. Yes. Yeah. We just, we have a whole bunch of specially designed postcards. Okay. So that's why we just said for this round, I'll just do it Perfect. and not a big problem. But yeah, we know that because once it gets to the point where there's too many, it's just easier to go that route and more affordable too, because to walk away from the business to write them, right. It it takes away. So, but yes, no, that's a really good point because we have, we know those companies. (laughs) Yeah, fantastic. So another thing is, is that what do you think overall you have done in the last, like since Christmas, what do you think has happened using emails? Like, can you sort of say that your business has grown by a certain amount of clients? Do you see that sort of like, do you have figures on that? Yeah. So like prior to Christmas, we were at about like, I don't know, maybe about 75, 80 subscribers. And we didn't have very good engagement. Maybe one or two emails got open. And now we're starting to see that we're anywhere between, you know, 30 to 60% of the emails getting opened. And we're starting to see click rate. 
And what's great about when we have, we watch, we look at those statistics is we're starting to understand better which emails have more impact than not. So we can really focus our emails on the ones that tend to have a higher conversion rate, like a click rate, Fantastic. which is really, which is really great because if you saw where we started from when we first started to now, it is, it is night and day. It is not the same whatsoever. And our, I think, biggest thing from since Christmas to now is just our attitude towards it. We really see it as a driving point. I think for, for me and my husband personally, sometimes you get those emails and it feels like you're just getting inundated with urgency and this yeah. countdown. And that for us is an immediate like just delete, delete, delete or unsubscribe. But now that we have some tangible statistics, it's really, it's not about driving urgency. It's really about sharing your excitement mm. and understanding that the people that are clicking and opening, they're engaged with you. So to not be afraid to engage back. I think that's it. I think that when you show your passion, and like I've said to you, if you're speaking naturally to someone as if you were speaking to them face to face and not trying to talk to them in a formal third party sort of way. And you're just getting your passion across. I think that that really does change the whole dynamic of your business. It definitely, I can tell by the way you're talking, it sounds different. I can tell by the, your emails that you're sending, it's different. That video that you created last week that you sent me through as a link and I had a look at all of that, you can definitely see it starting to, like you said, you guys are starting to get it. You're starting to get that. Mm -hmm. You need to get your passion out there in front of other people. No, absolutely. And so we committed, we're kind of handling this March as like March madness. So we're, we're sending out a minimum of five emails we have committed just in regards to our roaster. We are in the midst of putting our opening. So when we have a video now that goes out, there'll be an intro to either my husband or I doing something. And then it will actually have a graphic introduction with amazing music, background shots of us drinking coffee, walking in the woods, more just getting the, like just setting a vibe. And then it'll tuck right into the video. So this week we will be filming us tucking into our newest roaster. They sent us coffee samples. So we're going to tuck more into that. And so just doing that first video, like you suggested, like just get it done. And although that's mm. not our box, that was just some Mexican roaster who loves what we do and wanted to get into the box. And okay. it was so, it was so funny because legitimately we ran out of coffee. We're the coffee people. We ran out of coffee <laughs> and then their coffee showed up. So we're like, okay, that doesn't really require us talking. Let's just go ahead and get something down. So mm. the minute we did that, which I would encourage for everybody, like it's very nerve wracking to step out of your comfort zone. But the minute you do, no matter how awkward it is, you get this adrenaline rush and things start to feel a lot more doable. Yeah. And so now, you know, we're working on that. We're working on videos in regards to now connecting why we like these roasters and why we want to drink them. So we really see that void in our company where we put the roasters in front of everybody, but there's a lack of us connecting with people. So we've both committed, my husband and I, to stepping out of our comfort zone, creating this kind of March madness excitement. We're really going to focus on some of the upsell products that we have. 
and drive those so that everyone can brew an amazing coffee at home. We're going to do brewing from beginning to end recipes online. So you'll see a video and you can follow along and do it. So a lot of the how-tos, we're learning that YouTube loves how-tos. That's right. So, you know, it's like, okay, we need to adjust our content to what people are watching. So with the emails, the content, we're doing a lot more photos. We've done a lot more research on the people that are our competitors, that what they're doing really well and where we are different and we could do better, right? So what do we need to highlight more? So yeah, so we're, we've got this plan for the first time opening a brand new month as to what we're really going after. And that's really exciting because I think when, especially with working with you, we're able to kind of deal with all of those details that are really important, but we don't, now we're at a point where we don't have to be on the website every single moment and Mm. adjusting this. Now it's legitimately about engagement. And I think that's where we're going to really start to see that traction with sales and and just participation, clicking on, you know, the videos, commenting, opening the emails. That's kind of our goal at the end of this month is did we engage and have more people engage back with us? No, I love it. I think it's fantastic. And there's definitely a few things there that you're ready to move on to the next phase. It's like you said, it was about the website before we getting that right. You've had that, you know, if you don't have that set up correctly, then the rest doesn't work. So it's definitely time to start moving on. And I think that that was you in the video because I haven't met you personally, yeah. but that, that was you in the video. You're so cute. You definitely have Thank to you. do more videos. It was so Thank nice. You. Like I know those were talking in there, but it was just really nice to watch you making that coffee. So definitely do more videos. It's fantastic. Yeah. On, on everything you just said, there was so much in that. I've got so many notes here. So let's go back <sighs> a second to okay. who covered emails. I think that that's pretty much okay. Retargeting. What are you doing with retargeting? Okay. That is our, my biggest struggle. I feel like I am a toddler in a university course. So we set up a retargeting and saw, and we had done like the minimum knowing that unless it's hitting certain people, we weren't going to get charged. And by the end of the day, we received a bill from Facebook for $23. So I, I don't know if like I, well, obviously I did something wrong, but I, uh, yeah, so I've, I've kind of reached out to some people in regards that are doing retargeting and understand Facebook ads because I just need a course. And then the other thing too, is when we first started and we had one of our founders in, they were, they had connected with other companies. And so I think part of my problem is these companies have created so many audiences that it's almost like, do I just delete them all and start again? And so, and we have our Facebook pixels set up in Shopify. Like all of those are good and showing us traction, but for some reason it won't grab from like our, our audience. So it's having us set up a retargeting conversion ad that isn't necessarily pulling the products that they've looked at before. So that's the honest truth. I am watching like YouTube videos on how to do retargeting ads. And it's one of the biggest learning curves. This is not my specialty. We understand how important it is and we want to get good at it, but we're just, yeah, we just got a bill for $23. So we shut the retargeting down. It's like, what are we doing wrong here? Okay. So there was three different things there. So what you just said then about the $23. Yeah. I'm wondering 
if you actually had that set to custom audiences properly. Did you give me access? I d- we did quickly go over this via email the yep. other day and I'm trying to remember. I, so I sent- did message me about the $23, but there was a question that I asked you back because I was really confused by that as well. Yeah. So I sent, I sent you permission. Okay. And I can, I'm on, I'm on now. So I'll go into it. You can share your screen with me if that's faster because I can't. Oh, yep. That's no problem. How do I do that? Because what I'm wondering is if your custom audience is maybe not set up correctly to capture your. This is a whole new thing for me. Like I'm pretty, I, I pride myself on being like, I'm a firstborn female. So I'm pretty. That's why we get along so well. I'm the same. Learning really quick. And I've always been somebody in a company when I work for them that is like, if I don't know it, it's not a problem. I will have it fully researched and done for you in less than a day. But this Facebook thing has really humbled me because it's, yeah, it's a beast of in and of its own. It is. But the thing is, is that a lot of it comes down to it not being organized very well, but the actual logic of it makes sense like there's things Mm -hmm. that people miss out on because they don't like especially I was just on the phone to I did a podcast about her a couple of weeks ago another client of mine Holly and she like got ripped off really badly by Facebook ad an ad company and she just sent me through some new data today that they had given her trying to justify what they had done and for instance they put all the interest groups together now as an ad agency they should know you never put interest groups together because you mm-hmm. cannot check which interest does best for you. Mm-hmm. So that's just like basic knowledge that an agency should know. And then once you know that, like I'm telling you now, now you know, okay, I'm not going to put interest together. Because if you go through and look at an ad, let's say you run an ad and you had like an interest group of that they love, let's say they love Starbucks and they love McDonald's, for example. That's the two coffees that they love, a total example. But if you run ads and you say, I'm going to target all women and all men between the ages of 30 and 60 in the whole of the US. When you go back to look at that ad afterwards, you can see what age group liked it best, like converted the best. You can Mm -hmm. see whether it was male or female that converted and you can see where in the US that they were. You can see exactly which city. So you can then say, okay, well, these cities do well and these cities don't do well. This age group works, this sex works. But what you can't see is which interest group they went for, from, Mm -hmm. they came from. So in that case... You've just done all of that. You now can see the data behind it. So if that was your test, then great. But now you don't know if it came from Starbucks or McDonald's. Right. Then you're in a situation where it's like, okay, well, I can run the ad again, target the age group and target the area. But I still don't know. Maybe they all came from McDonald's. Maybe none of them came from Starbucks. So then Mm. you're just going to waste more money. So as an agency, they should know better. And this is where it's things like that. It's pretty simple. Once you, you know, I tell you that now that's it. Like it's going to make your ads. Yep. Like that's one of the biggest things. That's like, to me, separating target interest groups is like a big thing. And yep. now like you can then go, okay, I'm going to put each interest group into separate areas, do the ad the same. And you just run it as a split test ad right. to just change the interest groups. And then you can start testing for that. Other than that, everything else is pretty simple. There's some things like little tweaks, but there's not a lot to it when it comes to to Facebook ads. Logically, 
if you sit down and you just work through each stage. I'm just having a look at your retargeting now. That's because you don't have, yeah, so this is not retargeting. This is not a okay. retargeting ad. That's why it costs you so much. Okay. I, I knew, I knew I'm the issue. That's not it. Yeah. So uh, I'll okay. show you, I'll share my screen. Can you see my, hang on. Okay. Can you see my screen? Oh, yes, I can. So here where you've got create new, you've got two options here. This is actually new, what you're looking at here. That hasn't been there. And Facebook's always updating. So here it says retarget products to people who have visited your website or app. That is retargeting. This one, show relevant products to prospective customers, even if they haven't visited your website or app. That's an ad. Yes, that's just a normal like ad to call traffic. So that's what you were running. Now what's happened in here is that you have just said, yes, I want that one. They've done this for people like you. (laughs) Okay. They have done this or people like the other Facebook ad agency, I guess, that doesn't know what they're doing. They have done this because it's, you think that it's going to be done properly. They're now choosing your audience for you. That's what they've done for you. That's why you've spent so much so quickly. So now you've said 18 years old to 65 plus, so you've just said everyone in the whole United States and you haven't done any sort of targeting at all in here. So what you've actually done is just run an ad to the whole of the United States and Facebook. Okay. Yep. Yep. So that's why it's... See, and I uh, thought I clicked the retarget because I knew it was supposed to be website specific, but you're... Okay, I see what's going on Yeah. when I'm looking at what you're doing. Okay, I did not click the right one. Now, what's this one? The next one that you've got here is this audience was created using features only supported by a marketing API and is unable to be displayed in this application. I have no idea because it showed two of them and I was like, oh, okay. So, so I, th- I don't know. What- yeah, I think what that is, because I haven't seen this before, I haven't done anything. It mm-hmm. looks like they have done this. I think you've set up some sort of what it's called a retargeting and they've put these two in there for you. One is okay. targeting the whole of the US and this one is the retargeting one. Okay. What I'm guessing from what I know about Facebook. So if we go back, let's have a look. Of this lifetime here. I'm going to show you something else. If I, I'll show you on my screen because it's pretty important. Yeah, you can see there your whole spend went on this thing that they're calling advanced targeting. Right. None of it, two cents, went to your actual retargeting. Yeah. One impression, 2,000 impressions. So they've, you must have clicked somewhere when you're set, like a. Yep create campaign there must have been some sort of automated option now that allows you to click something called retargeting maybe that's what i think you must have gone here maybe that one maybe it's catalog sales there's something there that you've clicked to make that happen so yeah that one i would you've got two choices now you can either just turn off that one there that says retargeting carousel just stop that one oh sorry not that one because that's the ad set in the actual ad turn off this one here which is advanced targeting just stop that one altogether and only run this retargeting one that's the one that they've set up for you as a retargeting so they're saying they're based on here that this is not going to show up unless blah blah they're not going to explain it to you in there now the proper way to do it i shouldn't say proper that's one way of doing it the next way you can do it is if you come up to your ads manager and you click on all tools and you click on 
How did you get to, okay, so ad managers. So I'm, click on I'm in click there. On ad manager and then you click on all tools. Oh. Down there. Can you see that? Yeah, see, my screen doesn't look like yours. Yeah, but do you have these boxes here? I have, um, no. But oh, you're on your, are you those. on, yeah. Sorry. And then on, and make my are you on your yeah. laptop or you're on your phone? I'm on my lap, my screen okay. top. So the only one that's missing is from the drop down where you had the audience and the at all tools. Yeah. Which, okay. So, and that was part of like, when I'm watching what people are doing, they're getting at like that sidebar. I don't have that, that frequently used. Oh, you don't have that bit. No, 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 no. But that, that, I don't choose that. They choose that for me. Yeah, so I don't, that's not showing up. It just comes up to plan, create, and manage, yeah. measure, and report. So that will come up for you. Frequently used will start to come up for you when you start to use your account. Okay, so if so, I just go to ads manager. Yeah, and, and then I, all tools, and then audiences. And I want audiences. Okay, so it just makes me go to audiences. Okay, so then you've got here, you've got your audience. Okay. And if you yeah, I'm right create, where you're at. Okay. Yeah, and you click here on create an audience, mm -hmm. custom audience. Okay. And you do website traffic. Okay. And then in here, include any people who, uh, include people who meet any of the following criteria. You're just going to yeah. do one. And here your, your pixel is going to be all the website visitors and you change this to 90. So you do this. I won't do it for you. Change yeah, it to I'm 90 here. days. And then create your audience name, I'd say ModRec website visitors. Okay. So there's one here as well, website audience. I don't know if that's already, if you've created one there. Okay, yeah. It was created last week. Did you do that one? I think so, but it wasn't ready. Yeah. So it's never ready straight away. So now it's ready. So that was that. Let's have a look. And it's only targeting people in the last 30 days. That Okay. One. So you need to do 90 days because you've proven just by that email that people bought from you after three months. Yeah. Okay. So I'll wait for this new one to populate then. Okay. So then in that case, delete those two, the ones okay. that are there that you created because it's just going to get confusing for you a week from now when I know what it's like. Yeah. And you're like, oh my yep. God, what's that? so delete all the ones that aren't relevant there. Leave all these because these are actually add to cart and purchase custom okay. audiences and now what you do you go back and you create an ad in the ads manager and you can create an ad just based on conversions you create and you just go through and you because this is just for retargeting that we're talking about you yeah. can do conversion yeah and when i do the conversion it says create split testing am i to do that or no no because it's retargeting there's nothing okay. to split test unless the only time I would do that. And I don't think you can do actually website pages at the moment anyway, but I would only split test if you wanted to do say, um, I want to target people that went to the homepage compared to people that went to a such and such page, for example, right. or I only want to retarget people who went to the add to cart page with this okay. particular ad. And that's later at the moment. Like I don't want you to get bogged down on that. I'd rather you just have yeah. one blanket retargeting ad and get all of the different ducks in a row and then go back and start adding those extra layers to it later on. Yeah, delivery optimization strategies. I don't think you can do it that way anyway with Facebook ads. I think you've got to just then do it as a separate custom audience each time if you want to do it a different way. So yeah, 
set that up as conversions, there's two different things you can do. So you can do sales catalog, your catalog sales, and then that way you can uh, show the images from your range. Right. Which is just going to be the image that you've got showing up in your catalog. However, I think for you personally, Mm -hmm. for where your brand is, I think you should actually be using other sort of images rather than just your main because it just takes the first product image. Okay. So I would actually, to completely cover everything, I do two things. I do one retargeting ad that's catalog sales and one retargeting ad which is conversions based on just banner ads that you can create yourself. Okay, I can do that. There's another part of retargeting. Did we talk about perfect audience? Yes. So perfect audience is the next layer. So Facebook, this is going to go out to Facebook platforms, whereas perfect audience goes out across the whole of the internet. So definitely do perfect audience. Did I send you through the coupon code already? Yes. So I'm set up and that was one of the reasons why I were, I'm working with one of your teams from Just Ask Parker because I know we were talking about traffic and that sometimes it doesn't come until later. Yes. But the thought was if we can just drive traffic, it ups my visitations and perfect audience. So that's what I'm just trying to drive is as much traffic to the website so that I can start using perfect. Fantastic. So again, with perfect audience, this is the same as what I just said here with Facebook, you can do catalog. Perfect audience has an app on Shopify. You link your store to your perfect audience account, and then you can set up a, it's called a dynamic ad. It takes a second to set up. You literally just need to give them your logo and then it automatically takes your product feed and it will show that to people. So I would at least set that one up straight away. So once you hit your 250 people, okay. those ads start showing. And then you create banner ads as well. So we can do that for you at Just Ask Park and make you some nice moving GIF banner, banner okay. ads, which we can even do like a little video it's going to be really short, but like um, maybe like pouring a coffee or from an empty glass to a full glass, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then we can do so that it's actually a moving file rather than just a static image and then run those two ads at the same time. And you'll see them in your account and you'll see which ones are getting the best. Like I sometimes put up 20 or I've actually put up 40 different images at once for my business wow. and just let them all, and it doesn't cost you any more. You put them right. on one campaign, you just throw them all up there and you just see which one's getting the best conversions, you turn off the other ones. Okay. And it just means that people see lots of different things, which is actually good. They might see on one website, they'll see like a um, branding with your logo. The next one, they don't see your logo, they'll see like glass, a cup of coffee. The next one, they'll see the mm-hmm. pouring thing or, you know, each one. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast. Join the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash winning with Shopify and get our show notes at justaskparker.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And as a listener, get 20% off at justaskparker.com by using the code podcast.